Hey kids, have you ever heard of The Wizard of Oz or Alice in Wonderland? No? Well then this is all new to you. Jamie? Yes. Let's go watch Labyrinth. Whatever time of your day you decide to listen to us here at um, Good Times, great movies, and they always are. Mm -hmm. It's always a good time. It's always a great movie here with myself, one half of this podcasting team, Jamie Lorello, and on the other end, got my friend DP McCambridge joining us. <laughs> did um, you call me DP? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Okay. All right. I love it. Use your initials. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing the funk. I'm right. bringing the funk heavy. Um, we are here tonight, or like I said, whatever time of day you're here listening to us, um, as always, to uh, talk about, review, discuss, um, sometimes uplift uplifting, sometimes kooky, always fun, always good times, you're, great movies. You're really building this up here. I know. I want people to be very, I want to be clear about what we're doing here. Uh, and we're doing it right now. So here we are talking about our 80s movies, talking about movies that were made in the 1980s, in that mm -hmm. decade. And this one is 1986? 1986, yeah. 86. I, I think we should just rename our podcast 86, 87, 88. I think oh, that's, are we staying in I that think, range? Uh, except for, I think Little Darlings was the only one that was 1980. Everything else mm. has been 86, 87, or 88. And well, we did I not plan this out, people. This is just no. the way it happened. This is just happenstance. Yeah. Happenstance. And I um, looked ahead. Now, we don't know what's going to be chosen for Halloween yet, but I looked ahead and I think Ooh. there's only two more movies this entire year that aren't 86, 87, or 88. Okay, so we're a mid-late 80s. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Podcast, basically. <laughs> right. But it's all good. And in, in tonight's podcast, we are kind of an ode to Jim Henson, which, by the way, off subject, have you oh, seen yeah. the, the new Bumpet show? No. I was going to ask you about this. Do you have – did you see it? Do you have any I, interest in this? Is I this do. Anything? I mean, I loved the Muppet show, mm -hmm. and I, I would be interested in it, but um, I have not seen it. I want to. I've heard that it's a little filthier. Which okay. is always exciting, right? Um, and I would just like to see what it's all about. But um, filthier. Anyway, Do you remember when <laughs> um, the four of us, your husband, myself, my uh -huh. wife, and you, watched Muppets uh, Take Manhattan? Uh, Take Manhattan. And there were some odd bestiality references in that movie. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how much more edgy they can get. Really. Well, that's what I'm excited to see. Where do the Muppets go? Where Where do they go? <laughs> But uh, I don't know, and you don't know, and that is not the reason for us our discussion here tonight. That was no. just an aside I wanted to know because. But it is. Tonight, it's the late great Jim Henson, the man, the myth, yeah. the legend, and this is his last direct. I was about to call it his last directorial debut. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, those are all words that. But yeah, this is the last together, film yeah. he directed, and it's labyrinth. It's magical. It Ooh, is magical. Man, it. 
It is something. This movie was something. I Did is you this get the chills? Did is you this get the chills? most bizarre movie we've talked about so far? And we've talked about a man who's brought back as a robot police <laughs> officer <laughs> who battles a machine that can't walk down steps. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. True. Uh, and we and we talked about kids that go in outer space. <laughs> That's um, right. Yes, very and, realistic. Uh, yeah, and we talked about Mark Harmon uh, teaching summer school, well, which is that, kind of a little outlandish. That's the most plausible movie I think that we've discussed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this was a fantasy. This movie um, was definitely um, beyond bizarre and beyond amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. I, had you seen it before? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd seen it many times before. Oh, you I mean, had. I oh yeah, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. But like okay. a lot of the stuff we're watching, I remember watching this several times when I was young. Uh, did okay. you? Okay. Did you never see it? You've never well, seen. Well, here's I have a confession. I've always been one to pretend that I've seen Labyrinth because I even my husband thought that I had seen it. I do that with and Lawrence of Arabia. I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going to move on from that. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I've I've always uh, kind of nodded my, and I knew it was kind of trippy, and I know Bowie was involved, and there was it was a, a musical of sorts. Um, so I kind of, but I've never experienced it. And wow, I am really looking forward to this conversation. It then. was a great experience. Okay, um, so do you do you want to um, do you want to yeah, dance us I, through well, this magical okay. affair? Do you want to put on your? I may I may do something a little different if that's okay with you. I mean I'm, I'm just ready. a little bit different. And if this is the first time you're listening to us, what we normally do is we go through the movie in chronological order, first right. scene to last scene, and we talk about everything. Right. I I don't know about you, but once she gets into what Neverland, Oz, it's the what, what you, <laughs> I know, I know, it's... but. <laughs> Once she gets there, like just a, mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff happens. I don't know if we have to really talk about it chronologically. Like it's just events and her running into characters. So I think we can kind of skip around some of it's some of it. Some, some of it's of it good. Some of it's skip. not so great. But when we get there, we can talk about what to do because I could talk about the first fifteen minutes of this movie for the entire podcast. That oh. that was my, my when she meets David Bowie. It's my favorite <laughs> part of this movie. And I love it. <laughs> I I got to tell you, when I was captivated when David Bowie was on screen, <laughs> I could have I could care less when he wasn't there. To be honest, when uh, he she was, bored you, Jennifer Connelly bored you. When he was there, I was transfixed. <laughs> I, I loved you were like it. a goblin. You were like a I goblin really yourself, was. and he was your king. I really was. I really was. Well, he was. His dancing, his accent, his eyebrows, his hair, his costumes. I mean, how could you not That makeup. I mean, this is a role that nowadays Johnny Depp would play this role. Like, just Uh, slather a bunch of ridiculous makeup on him, put a stupid wig on him, make him wear a crazy costume after crazy costume. And make him play bounce babies around (laughs) with little puppet goblins around him. Amazing. It is Amazing. bonkers crazy, and I love it. So anyway, all right, uh, so I'll start this because okay. it starts, we're greeted with what looks like a nice 
I don't know, an, an English meadow, I would say. I don't know. There's oh, like a little yeah. bridge going over a stream. Jennifer Connelly's mm-hmm. in like a, a big white dress and she's yeah. reciting some sort of prose. Although she is there yeah, with a yeah. giant shaggy dog, which is strange. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Which you you do get, again, having never seen this movie, I thought that we were in this. It opens on a fantasy, basically. Right, right. But, and I thought she was a princess and, and that's where we were, that's where we were. But she's struggling with a line, you, you find out. Because she pulls out a book and the line is, you have no power over me. Hint, hint, (laughs) wink, wink, audience. Maybe that'll come back at some point. And. Such a tricky line to remember. It immediately starts pouring. I mean, it is crazy how fast it starts raining. And it's coming down. And she's got to get home in the rain. So then we find out. Then she's running through just, you know, any town USA, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you find out that, you know, she's a regular kid. And I do have some questions about that. But then she gets home. And this, this, Everything about this family dynamic is so wonderful to me. I just <laughs> – I love it. She has a stepmother. Yes. Who yes. seems quite reasonable, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem like the evil stepmom. But she's – she is the evil stepmom, clearly, in, in Jennifer Connelly's eyes. And Jennifer – Sarah, I think is Sarah, the name yes. in the movie. Sarah. Yes. Um, but she, to be fair, <laughs> yes, Sarah, Sarah is a if you're David Bowie saying <laughs> Um, if you're the uh, the Goblin King, um, Sarah is a bit of a preteen brat. Let's be all honest. Um, I, I'm sorry. I think we need to discuss this because she is not a preteen brat. In this movie, huh. she is 16 years old. Oh, I didn't At realize one she point, was... I this movie is about how Sarah. Has social issues? Can we just say that she is not a normal sixteen-year-old kid? Oh, yeah, no, she plays with dolls. Like, could you imagine? Had... Could you imagine those girls from Little Darlings? And oh, Sarah, she's older than those they girls. They would tear were. her apart. They would throw a big like condom balloon at her. They're talking face. about getting laid. They're hanging out with a ten-year-old who steals a condom machine, and Jennifer Connelly has. Teddy bears and dolls all over A wall of them, like, pocketed in cubbies on her wall that she talks to. So she fights with her stepmom. And I... Yes. So she's supposed to watch her baby brother that night. And her stepmom says something like, well, we don't go out a lot. And she says, it's every Friday night. And and her stepmom says something like, you should be dating. I don't know where this comes from, you know. Oh, yeah. It's her like, I would like you to go on dates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, reasonable. Yeah. But she storms yes. off, and her dad, who has no screen time in this. No, he even, like, only talks to her through a door. It's at one point at the end, door. she's like, don't even come in and check on me. And he doesn't. No. <laughs> Most of his dialogue is off screen. We it's, see him once at the beginning holding her baby brother. Then he talks to her through the door. And then when yes. they get home at the end, he talks to her through the door the again. Door again. And thinks she's missing. Are you home? It's you told so her to great. watch the kid. I hope she's home for crying out loud. Uh, yes. So she okay. storms off to her room and we yes. are introduced to her love of fantasy, theater. Imagination. Acting. She has a yeah. weird scrapbook with like pictures from the theater of actors, actors and stuff like yeah, that. yeah, on her mirror and stuff. So yeah. here's my question to you <clears throat> before we get into this. 
Regarding Sarah? Yes. And, and not that it really matters to her character, but do you think her mom was an actress? Like, ah. are those things her mom? I guess we're supposed to believe that. Good call. Like, it might explain why she's so mentally stunted, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the only thing I can think of. That's a good of. call. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, let's but, say that. Yeah, yeah, but we pan by, like, uh, you know, The Wizard of Oz and Alice right. in Wonderland. Those are the mm-hmm. books in her room, of course. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. So. Already, we we sort of know where we're going, but yeah, her dad talks to her through the door <laughs> and says, uh, "We gotta go. Sorry, I'd right. love to comfort you, but we have a date night. We have date. That's night, right. So Watch your brother. Out. We'll be back at midnight. Watch your brother. He's pitching a fit. He's like maybe a year old. He's a baby. Uh, yeah, in the this, crib, but he's fussy. Right. So this brother isn't, you know, her. I mean, this is her brother, of course. Right. But it's her brother via the new stepmom. So, of the course. The half-brother or the stepbrother yeah. or whatever. So, she doesn't yeah. like the stepbrother either. No, she's got awful feelings She's kind him. of she's, a terrible person. She's really mean to the baby. Like, he's just a baby. He's innocent yeah. and all of it. Like, and she kind of acts like a an 11-year-old would act in this movie. That's the confusing thing. It's almost like yeah. they wrote this for a real little kid, and then Jennifer Connelly came in, and they were like, mm, she's really good. I think yeah. we have to change this part. <laughs> but, well, but then she's got, later on, she's got some scenes with Bowie, with the dancing oh. and stuff, where you're like, well, if it was an 11-year-old, it would have been even creepier. Right. But being oh, they 16, rewrote the script, I'm sure. I'm sure once she was <laughs> on board, they're like, eh, let's not mess with the first part, but uh, <laughs> we can do some weird, creepy stuff later with Bowie. <laughs> of course we won't push we too many envelopes here, but we'll just <laughs> enough, just <laughs> enough. And it's Connelly. She's adorable in it. So, 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 yeah. So she's um, she's babysitting her frustrated or fussy, her frustrated baby. brother. <laughs> He's so frustrated. He doesn't want to be babysat. Um, and she starts telling the baby this creepy story, apparently from the book that she's been reading. I don't know what this is from. <laughs> I thought well, this was her bizarre imagination. Oh, no, wait, it was because, of course, she can't she, remember certain lines from this book. Yeah, right, right. I don't know why she's memorizing this stuff. It's like somebody trying to memorize, like, witchcraft or something like that. Like, I need to get these lines just right or the <laughs> goblin king won't come. <laughs> For my baby brother. <laughs> but she she does. She she she. She's like reading this passage or reciting this passage and she's evoking these goblins. My favorite part of this scene is when she's holding her brother and she's saying this stuff and then she goes, oh no, I can't do this. Yes. I shouldn't say this. Oh, but I will. And it's so (laughs) weird. She kind of has a psycho moment with the baby in her hand where she's like evoking and saying all this stuff. And then she's like, but I can't, but I will. Yeah. It's like, oh, I shouldn't throw this baby out the window, but maybe I should. (laughs) Yes. I shouldn't bake him in the oven, but he'll be so delicious. I must. It's very sinister and very moody. And, um, And, And we cut back and forth between... The goblins? Yeah, the, a, a bunch of strange puppets, goblins. They're hilarious, though. They're very yes, comically. Yes. They're hilarious. Yeah, there's a big dummy back there that keeps saying stuff like, did she say the words? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> and yeah, and, and as she says the words, we cut to the goblins, and then she doesn't say it right, and they're all disappointed. Yes, yes. But then just as she leaves the room and before she turns off the lights, she remembers the real words. She says the right thing. But she says it not realizing. Right. And the real words are, I really do wish the Goblin King would come to take it away. 
Like, how tough is that to remember to say? <laughs> she really has a problem with memory. She really, that's why acting's not her jam. She should stick to maybe being a writer. Maybe. She really, her recall is just way off. Uh, yeah. But, but, so she says the magical words, goes back to her room for a second, and then here's the baby. I do like how the baby becomes instantly silent. Like, the moment she hits the light and turns around, no more baby crying. So now she's suspicious. <laughs> what? Did it work? She kind of freaked out, a little heart in the throat, you know? Did it, did it really do it? And she checks the crib, and then this magical owl who was in the opening. In the opening credits, yes. there's this trippy sequence with the owl. And yeah, it's like a weird this... mirrored sequence, too, because the owl's yeah. flying into itself on both yeah. sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so then the owl flies in through the window. Of course, babies in movies, when they get abducted, are always sleeping near windows. Rule of thumb, don't put your baby near an open It is window. funny because <laughs> I was watching it and and near the end when she went into the room to check on him again. I was like, that baby has a gigantic room, but it's the parents' room. <laughs> he's like in you the can parents', see the parents room, room, yeah. Bed. Yeah, yes. he's in the master bedroom. Right. Um, but, uh, so yeah, the owl is is Bowie, right? Is I don't that even what... know. <laughs> I have no idea. I the... guess you don't see them together ever, so maybe it is. Well, the owl is representative of his arrival or that he's coming. And then the goblin, it's cr- kind of creepy and a little scary for a second when the the goblins, right? Were, right. <laughs> yeah, they're all, like, they're popping out of closets and jumping right. up from behind beds and stuff. But of course, when she turns around, they all go away and, and hide right. again. Right, right. Oh, so it is creepy when she goes into the crib to check on the baby and the go- isn't it like goblin giggling or something? Yeah, and the, and the, the blankets are moving. Yeah, and yeah. So and you expect it's going to be some terrifying goblin monster, but yes, when she pulls yes. it back, there's nothing there. But yes. it's kind of these, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then, um, but then, <laughs> but then David Bowie dressed as a gay vampire shows up. <laughs> Perfect description, yes. With the eyebrows and the accent. It's, it's insane. His yeah. outfit is so amazing. Oh, oh and it's I, breathtaking. I don't, I mean, he's the star of this movie. He gets top oh, yeah. billing. As he should. Yes. He's the Goblin King. But I didn't understand, like, why is the Goblin King not a goblin? Like, why don't they, Why he doesn't look like a goblin. He doesn't have any goblin Features. He's just in charge of the goblins. He's I, the man in charge of the goblins I, and the labyrinth. And I, yeah, the goblins love him, and he loves babies. And, and I wonder if all the other goblins were once babies. I don't know. Oh, I've I've wondered that myself too. And I don't see how they couldn't have been babies at some point. Right? I assume at that every point? single hideous monster that he's dancing with. Was at one time an adorable baby that their sibling wished or mom wished them maybe, away. You wished see what that happens? this child would you go see away. See what happens? Think twice before and, you hate your aunt, hate on your sibling. And again, we've been talking about this for nearly fifteen minutes. This yeah. is only five minutes of the movie because uh, it starts so fast. I yeah, mean, yeah. there's no build up to this whatsoever. Mm-mm. I mean, everything that we explained with her room and everything like that, like that goes by. In the blink of an eye. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thrown into this bizarre Goblin King relationship, and they seem to have met before, which is very weird. Yeah, she doesn't seem, not, yeah. she doesn't really ask him a whole lot of questions. She's very brave overall in this whole right. movie when she deals with the Goblin yes. King. She's got a pair of balls, as my dad would say. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
I love it when uh, when he comes in. He his his delivery. Forget the baby. Oh, forget the baby. The delivery of his lines are amazing. I agree. Go back I to agree. your room. Play with your toys. Forget about the baby. And I'm like, you just took this baby two seconds ago. How are you? How is she going to forget this? He throws a snake at her at one point. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got this cool little crystal that he juggles around, this little tiny crystal ball that he throws. And he's like, look out. And the crystal becomes a snake. But even that. I had to go online. I had to look this up because when I watched him with that crystal, I watched and I went, there is no way. David Bowie is doing this weird crystal shit with his hands. Oh, it's clearly not his hands. Yeah, and I, you can tell. I read about yeah. it and some guy was like crouched behind him and would just like put his hands up <laughs> in the frame and do this. And David Bowie would just like sway side to side <laughs> like his arms were moving. You can totally tell in that first with the snake thing that David – it's Bowie's body but somebody else's like mis, misproportioned hands are in front of him doing like magic with the crystal. No, that was obvious to me. I didn't have to look that up. I, I, like, oh, I loved it. I, again, I love when he's on screen. It's just, it's amazing. Everything yes. that he says is just and I, so I hilarious. And I agree his delivery, delivery is spot on. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, but, I mean, he seems to be taking this extremely seriously, too. Oh, well, yeah, of course. He's the Goblin King, oh. for crying out loud. And he's in charge of his castle in the labyrinth, which is in the center of this labyrinth. And she insists that even though he wants her to forget the baby, um, <laughs> she wants the baby back. And the only way to get the baby back is to get to... He's, he's like, well, that's impossible because you're never going to be able to get through the labyrinth where my castle is. Right. He shows her, like, out the window now is this terrible... All of a sudden, it's not. It's like just a painting. It's not even like they didn't even try to do any special effects. It's just like, there it is. And it's like a painting of a oh, castle. Oh, the matte paintings in this are great. Yeah. The only set that's better than this at the beginning is the end when there's all those pieces of whatever that M.C. Escher you know, oh, the stairs the, yeah, and, and all that. Yeah, and they're all just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. hanging there from wires yeah. as they talk. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, they're magically transported to the labyrinth then yes yes and he makes a deal she has 13 hours because it's a 13 hour clock oh yeah yeah super trippy so she has 13 hours to make her way through this labyrinth to Uh get her brother for some reason i still don't understand so david bowie's just getting another goblin out of this Yes, he's just turning, and I think he, he likes really, to do the whole he's mind really game. Really into her, right? Yeah, he likes to playing this whole mind game with her. And what's I think what the relationship is is because she's so sort of headstrong and very brave, and and uh, I don't know, maybe that maybe the Goblin King had an affair with her real mother. Who knows? But oh, um, I like that theory. You like that theory? Yes, there I you do. go. There you go. Sit on that one. But yeah, he uh, he's definitely kind of likes playing this game with her and leading her through this labyrinth and doesn't seem to think that she is smart enough, brave enough, and has enough endurance to keep on trying. And it's weird because she hates her family, she hates the baby in the beginning, but she's will do anything now to get this. She's very determined to get the baby back. Well, um, she... I mean, I think she wants nothing more than to live in a literal fantasy land. And this is her opportunity to do so. 
to yeah so to get through it. Maybe along the journey, she starts to understand how much her family means to her. But you're right. She this does. is a quick turnaround from I hate my brother to oh no, you took my brother. I need to do every. I need to risk yeah. my life to right, save right. this kid that I don't even really like. Yeah, right. She right. should have just she... gone back to her room and played with her <laughs> costumes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what he says. Your toys and your costumes. <laughs> because she's wearing a costume in the beginning. Well, she did, Well, even when she gets to the labyrinth, she's got this, like, vesty, billowy shirt and jeans. and She looks like a pirate. <laughs> she does look like a pirate ready to head on into the labyrinth. And the first character she meets, I love the way she meets H- Hoggle. Oh, she meets Huggle? Hoggle like the cop in RoboCop meets the <laughs> villain. Because he's pissing. How is was this a thing in the eighties? Was this a, a way to introduce a character? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this this he's not a goblin, right? He's more like a like a. Um, I don't know. He's a guy in a latex in, costume. I he's have like no a idea. dwarf or something. He's not a goblin, and he's pissing in the river, and he's he is a. Uh, Killing fairies. He's straight up murdering fairies. <laughs> straight up fairy murderer. He's just spraying them down. And she's like, why would you? And they bite her and they're mean to her. And she's like, oh, because they're bitches. That's right, why yeah. you killed the fairies. And he's like, what do you think a fairy would do? And she's like, I don't know, nice things? <laughs> Such a great response. And, and See, this is what I mean. Like, I... She constantly isn't doing things right. Like, you know, she says, where's the door to the entrance or to the labyrinth? Where's the entrance to the labyrinth? And he's like, well, you're not. I don't know what you mean. You're not asking the question right. And then she rephrases the question and a door opens up. Like, this is what this movie is. It's her running into characters, not quite understanding or relating to them. And once she does things are revealed to her right is that right. i mean is that fair yeah. to say yeah okay. yeah well like, but i think that's part of the whole like little little deep lesson in the movie is how she's it's it's her uh perspective on things and her wording of things he even says to her i think when he first meets that she takes things for granted and so it's like little mini lessons you know I what think, would be really life. nice is if mm-hmm. in the end we see that she learned something from this well which we don't, we don't. Get that like i kind of yeah. thought I was ready for it to all wrap up with she is a – see, maybe – boy, I might be thinking way too much into this. But she is a girl transitioning to a woman. To a woman, yeah. But and in the some ways, ending throws that oh, yeah. all out <laughs> yeah, the yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, wait a minute. She is just cray-cray and stuck right. in her little fantasy world. And now she'll never leave her room right. because they're all with her all the time. Oh, we just ruined the ending. Oh, just oh, in case you don't know, right. we do that all the time. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so she gets into this labyrinth. Uh, she talks mm-hmm. to a worm. Um, so th- oh, that, that yes. guy that oh. was pissing, Hello. He, he comes back later, but he doesn't go with her at first. No, he kind of guides her a little bit. A little bit at the starts... very beginning. He basically shows her the door, and he's like, all right, see ya, that's it. And there's, like, two ways for her to go, and she just kind of chooses a way. That's and the right. beginning of the labyrinth is very creepy. It's, like, yeah, dark gray walls. It looks like a labyrinth. are on the walls. Right. Yeah, there's right. a lot of right. vines and ivy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I do think it's funny when she talks to that worm thing, and... Mm-hmm. 
and it tells her to just keep walking and, and it's almost like you walk through a wall but it's just a yeah, weird illusion guide her through the wall. Uh-huh, and she starts uh-huh. to walk one way and the worm's like whoa 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 you don't want to go that way and she's like hey <laughs> thanks buddy and then walks the other way and the worm goes that way would have led you right to the castle <laughs> i do like that i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> it's a clever little worm yes yes so she i um, mean she wanders around i i don't know i are there specifics that you want to talk about while she's in the labyrinth? Because a lot of weird stuff happens, like with the helping well, hands and a, the, you know. Oh, like, I that I definitely wanted. The helping hands, I I just want to. That's kind of a psycho, uh, crazy. The helping hands is terrifying. I think. Yes, that's one of the scarier. So she parts falls of down it. a hole, and is. I'm going to say molested by a bunch of hands. There's just, they're and all they're hands trippy. sticking they're like, out. And they're just like these latex gloves almost, but really. But they make eyes and faces. Oh, yeah. And kind of like in Pan's Labyrinth, right. the one character <laughs> yes. with the eye head, you know. Right, yes. Um, with the hands eyes. Yeah, the fingers form little eyes and they form yes. mouths and then talk. And they catch her It's and really cool. Like, yes. some of the stuff in here is really stupid looking. But some of the other stuff is really great. Really and I cool. thought the Helping Hands was really smart and fun. Well, before we get to the Helping Hands, oh, you're, yes. you're jumping I'm, right over. This is what I'm talking real. about. I will be jumping all over the place because there's a lot of this that there is a lot I wasn't of this crazy like, about. Even, but go ahead. There's the little like, Italian stone guys that every time she writes on a stone, they flip over a stone, those little critters. Um, oh, yeah. She decides to mark her way with lipstick. Yes. And when yes. she writes, they get up. They're just kind of jerks. Like... Yeah, they they yell and stuff, but you can't make out what they're saying. And they they're just like, like crumpy old Italians. Yeah, they flip Worms the stone or over yeah. so the arrow's not there anymore, or they turn it so the arrow's pointing a different it's direction, the wrong way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She finally catches on to them. But and anyway, those are all. You're right, little. You're right. They're sort of these somewhat insignificant or, or just little creatures and critters and things that happen to her while she goes to the labyrinth. But. Our, this is our first scene now that happens, our first dance scene or, or musical number. Oh. Where Bowie's dancing with the baby. Oh, I, was, I, was, I wasn't going to skip over this. Don't worry about oh, this. Okay. this is, again, like I said, I'll talk about every scene that David Bowie's in in well, great detail. But this one is great. We're, we're, so now we see where, where the baby is at. What's the baby's name? Toby. Yeah. Is hanging out with the goblins. The goblins are like battling each other with sausages they're like um sword fighting with sausages they're sloppy like what i i don't want to say david bowie has more dignity than this but when you look at this scene with him surrounded by puppets singing and dancing and prancing all over the place about the babe. and carrying about the babe. a baby and precariously swinging around and throwing it in the air. Great fake baby, too, I was throwing it in the air. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, that baby is clearly it's not It's hilarious. But it's yeah, the it's, babe with the power. Oh, the it's babe. so bizarre. I love it. But again, it's amazing. It's an amazing scene. Because now he's in those super tight pants. And it's not dark, <laughs> so we can see everything that's going on down there. And there's the, he's that goblin height there with the, with <laughs> the bulge right. of the pants. So maybe that's how he has the power. Yeah. There is I one point know. where Hoggle gets down on his knees and <laughs> begs him not to, I don't know, murder him or something like that. Send and it's the... just nose in balls. Like, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> but yes, but he's dancing around, singing a song about a baby 
because it has power, which doesn't make sense. Dance Magic Dance. I think the song is called Dance Magic Dance. (laughs) Yes, it is that stupid. And it's all that, you're the babe, the babe with the power. But but he didn't steal the baby because it has powers, right? He just stole it to turn into a goblin. This, for a children's movie, this plot was far too complicated for me to pay attention to. (laughs) Because, yes, he sings about the baby with the power and he's throwing it in the air. My favorite part is when he throws the baby in the air and just walks away. And then another (laughs) goblin has to run over to catch it. Catch the baby. (laughs) But there is a part, and we talk about the fake baby. There's a part where... David Bowie's singing and dancing around, but in the background you can see the baby's standing up, but its arms are just being held by two puppets that are just shaking it, and it is a real baby. <laughs> I want to know what actor played that baby. Oh, uh, uh, I, I looked it up. He's a real actor. He was is in he? those. Yeah, he was in those new um, uh, Narnia movies. Yeah, so he became an actor. He was He's a the, fantasy actor. Yeah, he was the son of somebody that worked with Jim Henson. Well, he does an amazing the job. The baby's great. Hands down. <laughs> great with baby With his little acting. red and white striped pajamas. Beautiful. Yeah. You want the baby to smile? He's smiling. You want the baby to cry? He's crying. You want the baby to dance with Bowie? He's dancing, He's dancing with, Bowie. with Bowie. He's almost stealing the show, yeah. but not really. Yeah, so I, David Bowie's having a blast. He's having a great yeah. time throughout this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we do at one point find out, and again, I know I'm jumping around, so I apologize. No, you're fine. You're fine. But we do find out that Hoggle, who's the monster thing that was pissing at the beginning, he's like a almost like a hobbit. Yeah, let's not. let's call he's him like a, a hobbit. Why not? I mean, yeah. his name's Hoggle. Let's call him yeah. Hoggle the Hobbit. Sure. I love that <laughs> um, the 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 king, the 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 goblin king, uh, David Bowie. David Boy. What is it? He does have a name, too. Jareth? 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 No? Am I just making this up? There's a J. There's Did you have a, a list? Did you just have a list there for a second? I thought his name was Jareth or Jareth. They do say Jared. I think it's Jared. It's not Jared. He's Jared. the Diamond King. Jared the Goblin King. <laughs> Well, oh, well, anyway, oh, I ahead, do like no, the way ahead. the Goblin King always messes up Haggle's name. He's like, Hopple. That's right. Hoddle. He's like, it's Haggle. Well, Jennifer whatever. Connelly does it, too. It's a great yes, running game. it's kind yeah. of the ongoing joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just looked it up. Jareth. J-A-R-E-T-H. Oh, okay. So, so I, listen I, to I, you. I'm, Good job. I'm just saying. I paid attention right. to his name. <laughs> Jared, Jareth, what have you. With a British accent, yeah. it sounds Whether like Whether it's the guy who does the subway commercials, who's in jail now, I think. Something, something bad happened to that dude. He is. Yeah. For mo- no, no, I know what it was for. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but no, what were you going to say about him and... Uh, oh, uh, we do saying- find out at some point that um, The Hobbit is working for David Bowie. To well, try everybody and, in the to labyrinth try and is, throw okay. her off the trail because well, he he threatens him with right. the bog of eternal stench. Yeah, with, I, I love that name, the bog of eternal stench. Yes, we see it and later, everybody. Lots of dubbed in fart noises. <laughs> just, I couldn't help but giggle. <laughs> and the whole time that weird that monster that they meet that Ludo was yeah. like smell bad. Yes, yes, yeah. He was anyway, he was gigantic. But kind of cowardly, almost like a cowardly lion, if you yes. really think about it. But he kind of looked like an orangutan, That's but then he right. was a monster. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so we find out that, but but the Hobbit kind of is has affection for Jennifer Connelly because she refers to her him as her friend at some as point. As a friend, right, right, and that's very touching. He doesn't have any. Friends. Yeah, so David Bowie keeps jumping in, and and he's like, "Oh, I was just about to lead her back to the beginning and and right, stuff like right, that." And, right, even though he really wants to help her. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think at some point that plot line kind of falls away, and we realize that he's just helping her now. You know, well, well, after he gives her, we we'll get to that. He gives her that poison apple, and then he feels really bad about oh, that, and then he decides we'll get the, another great okay. scene because yeah. David oh, Bowie's yeah. in it. I think you crushing. I don't mean to keep going on and on about this because if uh, if there's one thing that people should know about me, I love Jennifer Connelly. I <laughs> yeah, love you do. Jennifer Connelly. I know you. you Those really have eyebrows, a... they don't quit, and I love it. <laughs> But anyway, you feel about Connolly's brows the way I feel about Selleck's stash. That's right. It's just, yes. it's, yeah, it's like a it's like a four inch difference there. But yes, yeah, it's the yeah. same deal. But yeah, so and, and she, um, when does she meet that? Oh, she meets that big giant orangutan. Oh, the old man. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, what? First, a, no, she meets ahead. the old man puppet before she meets. Right? Who's the old man puppet? That crazy old man, wise oh, old man puppet with the bird like on his weird, head. Yeah, bird like attached to his head and he keeps yes. falling asleep or he falls asleep yes. after he tells her stuff. But yes. he he gives her like some good advice or, or like kind of like, I don't know, wisdom, I yeah. guess, of some sort. He's an interesting little character. Yeah, she, th- she also runs into two guys that are heads on opposite ends oh, the of the body. No, oh, no, no, no. No, you know those guys, they... Um, there's a head down, down by the legs, and there's a head at the top, and they mm-hmm. talk, and they, they tell her these riddles. They're like, one of us lies, and one of us always tells the yeah, truth, yeah. and one of these doors will, I guess, kill you, and another yes. one will get you to the castle. But and, she's smart about yeah, them. Yeah, she, she solves their out. little riddle yeah. there. Yes. Yes. And, and, she, and yes. even after she solved it, I sat there thinking... I still don't understand. I still don't like. No, I she... I couldn't figure out her logic, but she was right. Like, I'm sure if I really she... sat and thought about it, she's right. But I thought about it for a little bit, and I still didn't understand it. You, you couldn't get it. You couldn't get it. This movie was over my head, which is a little such bit. A, shame. a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's a children's movie. You, yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> so she does meet this orange guy. I mean, by this point, she and Hoggle are kind of going through this together. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, she, yes. she's now getting her group of companions. So she finds this giant monster, this giant furry monster who's being harassed by these guys. Like, he's yes, strung by up some by trolls his trolls or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's really kind of sad, and they're just kind of... Hitting him with sticks and and being really mean to him and right and she and throws she, rocks at them yeah and yeah and the great part about this is that the rocks keep rolling back to her like she throws a rock and it'll hit a guy and then the rock rolls right back to her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which at first I thought this is totally stupid until we realize what that big guy's superpower what is his power is which, which is, is controlling power. rocks yes 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 he's friends with the rocks that's right yes. So she saves him, and then she's got two companions. Ludo and Hoggle. Haggle. Hoggle. 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 Yes. Yes. Um, and he's kind of, like you said, he's the big cowardly lion right. of sorts. Yes. And um, Hoggle's like the, he, uh, say the scarecrow. 
He's not very smart. Yeah, he's not very smart. At least he the says first minimal. one she meets, she's, you know, oh, I'm going to miss you most of all, Hoggle. She doesn't say that, but she could have, basically. She could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. She kisses him at one point. That's right. That's how he gets into the, the bog of eternal stench. That's right. Oh, um, yeah, 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 because Bowie says, hey, if she kisses you, I'll make you a prince. And he goes, <laughs> oh, really? Yes, the prince of the bog of eternal stench. And he has a great laugh at that one. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He cracks himself up, that goblin king. Does he... Hago leaves at some point, doesn't he? Because don't don't they go into the forest alone? They go into some, like, cobweb-filled, shiny forest. And she's just with Ludo, I thought. The Ludo is the monster, the green monster. Yeah, he guy. leaves. He's had enough. I don't know. He's constantly leaving. Like, he's leaving yeah. to go meet Bowie early on and then just shows up. And then I think right. he's just really frustrated, doesn't know what to do, and just leaves. Right. Because, right. yeah. Then she's with the big guy, Pluto, and he falls down a trap door. Yeah, he all of a sudden just, he's behind her and then he's gone. Yeah. And she's like, where'd you go? Yeah, he's like, I thought it was quicksand or something. Yeah. He just disappears. Yeah. And if Um, we thought at this point in the movie that the puppeteering was great, this is the part of the movie that makes you just say, oh no, Jim Henson, what were you thinking? You can't put these characters on a green screen and then just have them flopping around all over the place. <laughs> what are those things? I have no idea. They're these weird They look like monkeys. They're kind of monkey-ish, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. But they're orange. They're kind of fraggle rockish. Very like fraggle rockish. You're right. But their heads come off. They're, oh, all their... And their, they, they their tear parts their, off. They tear their arms off and swap And they and roll stuff. them around at mm-hmm. each other. At one point, a guy pokes out his own eyes and then eats yes. them. And they come yes. right back up. And they do a whole musical number. They they have a song, too, with your right terrible crazy effects. They try to take her head off, which is kind of another, like, Whoa. Um And then she takes their heads and starts throwing them. <laughs> and just right. throws their... And they're like, no, you don't... And they kind of have, like, they're kind of Rastafarians. Like, don't they have, like, kind of, like... Like, yeah. hey, man, you can't uh-huh. do that to us yes. accents. Yes. And, and yeah. I'm not going to say it's kinda, racist, but, you know, it's... It could go that way. It could have gone that way. <laughs> it could have. If you did a little bit different things with the characters, it could have gone that way and that it would have been It could have gone terrible. seriously that way. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but she is rescued by Hoggle because he throws yeah, a big rope down. Yeah, he sends down, down, down a rope. Yes. yes. Yeah, they want to tear, they want to rip her head off of her body. Yeah, because they rip their own heads uh-huh. off of their This body. is a kid's movie, Weird. everybody. Let's just, yeah. just keep no, that in this mind. This is for children. This is for children. Yes. And they, I don't even understand what they sing in their musical number. Like I couldn't just... make out a single word. <laughs> I couldn't make out a word of this. I, uh-huh. At times I was like, well, maybe I should turn the closed captioning on. But then I just didn't care. <laughs> but, yeah, it is – it's just mush mouth nonsense. The music's so loud. They're yeah. singing so quietly. And they do have these bad Rastafarian accents. Yeah, yeah. And I was just taken aback by, like, their, like, like you said, when he's eating his own eyes and the head. I was like, what is this? Like, we just met this little, this giant monster, and we already are introduced to the characters. There's the knockers that were right. The knockers were fun. Yeah, I enjoyed they that. They were fun. I liked I how liked the one that. knocker one of them had was it, blind. He had it through his deaf. ears, and he couldn't yeah. hear anything. That was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Or not blind. One of them can't it was, talk. Yeah, it was through his mouth. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that's clever. And but then you, these guys are just like, what the but hell? But that green and then, screen is ridiculous because oh, it's awful. they're Muppets flopping all over the place. But Jennifer Connelly's also on the green screen, clearly not standing on the ground that's superimposed in there. It was really bad. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was very like, what? But that's when then... When he say, Hoggle saves her, and that's when she smooches him, and that's when right. now they're in the bog of eternal stench. <laughs> yes, all three right, of them. Like, There's three yes. of them now that fall into their... Right. It's Ludo and, yes. and Hagel and Sarah. Yes, and we're introduced um, to the last of their companions. Uh, what's this guy's name? <laughs> I forget his name. Like I don't know. I called him like the... the he's the pirate fur rat. I don't know. Okay. Like all a, right. That's, <laughs> that's good. I forget what his name is, but yes, he's like a... Uh, I don't He's like, a knight? like I thought he was a fox. Like he kind of looked like a fox, kind of. Okay. But he reminded not... me of the rats from the Muppets. Take like, oh. you know those rats that were. Oh, but yeah. I guess if you like stick a mustache a and beard furrier. on one of the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's small. Yeah. He's the smallest He's a one guy. in the group. But yeah, and he. I don't know. He's like you have to. Something about crossing the bridge. He won't let them cross the bridge without a toll or, or something like that. I, I no, totally forget yeah, what it was. was. Well, he, he won't let them cross. He protects the bridge. And then he has yeah, a battle bridge, with Ludo. A bridge over... That's falling apart, over by shit. the way. It just... Yeah. Every, every character has to say how bad it smells and fart noises every 10 seconds. It's ridiculous fart noises. It's crazy. It's bubbling mud. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's I love constantly, it. We, flat, we always cut back to a big bubbling pit of garbage and then a fart noise and then it comes back to our characters and they all just sit there and go oh that's disgusting yeah. well that's i love the whole time that's that ludo character is just like smell bad right. yes smell bad i'm sorry i did that already yeah. once, but it's just hilarious that they just but keep saying they, that how do they convince him to follow them somehow they do do you do you remember? Oh, well, because he he wins them over, so that he battles with Ludo. They like, oh, have a yes. sword fight where Ludo totally kind of loses. Totally, and like loses. even Sarah is like, "How are you losing? You're a giant monster, and this is like a little tiny rat." On <laughs> yes. like, how are you losing? But doesn't he say like you have to ask permission to cross the? And they're like, "Well, how do we do it?" And he's like, "We just have to ask." Right? Yes. It's like <laughs> nobody's ever thought of just asking for what they right. want. So, so they ask, right? Then they ask across the bridge, and I think... And he lets I him go, and then he gets he, on her dog, and, and It's takes not off. her dog, it's his own dog, isn't it? Yeah, but it's her dog. Oh, I mean, it's her it, dog you know, from, like, yeah, from the yeah, beginning, yeah, before yeah, this quote-unquote yes. fantasy started, it's that same shaggy dog that we saw at the beginning. Right, but it saw, has right. a saddle on it, it's so <laughs> great. And it's, and it's very, it's even more fearful than Luda. Yeah, it's, it's a very super scary adorable. Dog. Like, it's really yeah. cute. Yeah. Yes. This is also when we find out the power, Ludo's power, because when they're crossing right. the bridge, the bridge he's protecting is like made of crap, just like the rest of the <laughs> bog, and it falls apart. Right. And in order to save them, Ludo makes this like crazy yeah. noise, and all these rocks come tumbling, and it helps them. Yeah, right? which I kept waiting for like each character to have something specific that they're really good at, but his superpower is the only one that keeps coming up over and over and saving them again and, and again. really helping them out yeah yes. it's a good thing she met that one, oh though, my that god random... yeah these other people aren't, yes. they're not doing anything well and haggle is actually he so because he's kind of yes. under the spell of or under um work orders i guess you could say 
from the Goblin King. I was going to spell. Was ex- I was going to say I was the only one under the spell of the Goblin King <laughs> you during are. this movie. You are the babe. That's right. The- <laughs> but at some point, he meets. He gives Haggle. Uh, Bowie gives Haggle an apple, of course. And every I think it's like a then. peach. <laughs> Like I, I expected it to be an apple, but it was like a peach or a nectarine. It was or like something. a nectarine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to give her that's poisonous. Right. And then, so this is when, for some reason, Haggle decides they've gone so far on their adventure, but he decides he, the pressure's on, and he doesn't want to be. I don't know. They've passed the, the bog of eternal stench. They've gone through it. Right. But well, he's got to he, live there. He has to live in this labyrinth. He has to see this Goblin King every day. He has to day. deal with the Goblin That's King. Right, yeah. She gets to go back to her house. He, this friendship still right. isn't totally solidified. That's right. I mean, yes, yes. He they, did he get a her, kiss, but, only, but there yeah, was no but they That's as far That's as it right. went. Right, exactly. They didn't get to really first base. They like barely, right. yeah. So, um, so he feeds her this apple, um, right? And then this is this is so I, trippy. What happens I, I, next? I... I, I uh, Man, I, I just don't – she eats this and falls asleep, I guess. Let's say it's almost like she's skipping through a field of poppies and it puts them to sleep. <laughs> so – but she's transported. He, His plan is to, I guess, make her forget that she's after her brother or that she's on this journey or anything. Or what she's doing. By right, magically right. – first of all, dressing her in a silly co- – just like a crazy ball gown. Yes, and then yes, she's and she's at a bar, at a costume party. Yes, where people have this is like this is like on. eyes wide shut territory. Yes. Like, <laughs> do you think that Kubrick saw this and he's like, you know what, I he's could like, do this ding. if the yeah. women had no clothes, dudes still right. fully clothed, but fully women clothed. no clothes, naked. Naked as a day This is my own interpretation of the labyrinth dream sequence. <laughs> Get out there, Tom Cruise. So. But his plan is stupid because he's there. Like, he's in this weird fantasy land. Because it's another song. He's singing to her, right? Isn't this where he... But if he doesn't... Like, he's what triggers her getting out of this, I think. Like, the recognition of him as the Goblin King is what makes her flip out and break this dream. Right? Um... Like, why put himself there? Because she is totally enchanted at first. Yeah. Well, because she's under the spell. Right. She's under, she's, but that's what I see it as, like, so the, the apple was poisonous and she starts tripping on it and then she fights the trip. You know okay. what I mean? She, and right. I felt, I thought it was like, just like in the rest of her, like, adventure through the labyrinth, it's her gaining the control. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she gains the control over this, like, crazy trip that he's putting I could on. see that. I could see that. And I do like it because he keeps with those stupid glass crystal things that somebody else is flipping around for David Bowie. Right, right. So right. I guess she's in one of those. She's in. He, like, blows a <clears throat> bubble and she's oh. in, inside of it. Oh, yeah. That's how this yes. starts. He's he's sitting <laughs> on a castle windowsill <laughs> blowing bubbles or crystals out into the ether and she's suddenly trapped in one she's inside which she picks up a chair and and just smashes that thing yeah and it's glass smashing right and she wakes up and i love how it's not like hoggle you piece of garbage why did you do this is never referenced again 
No. Like, it's never no. brought up that he she forgives literally him. poisons her. She doesn't yeah. seem to care. No. It's like, oh, well, I snapped out of that. Let's go get my brother. Right. Let's. Well, no, she snaps out of it. When she gets out of it, um, and this, again, it's another musical number. I think the song in here is called As the World Falls oh, Down. Oh, of course. And it's and great. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and they do. They, like, kind of dance trippy together, and it's. Yes. When she falls out, though, that's when she falls into the trash pit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so she gets out of the dream sequence, and now she's... So you see that, okay, she's fought through the the whatever, the sedation or whatever he tried to put her under, but now she's in, like, this garbage Right, pit. yes. And she meets this kind of homeless lady <laughs> who's got all this junk on her back, and... Who's hobbling around, and she's got all this trash, and she brings her back to Sarah's room. Mm -hmm. She brings Sarah back to her bedroom, where she thinks, oh, it was all just a dream. Right. And even I get sort of tripped out at this, because I was like, whoa, is she still tripping on Bowie's bubbles, or what's happening This is an upsetting part of the movie. I did watch this with my daughter, and at this part of the movie... She said, I don't want to watch this anymore. And we had to turn it off. Yes. She was very upset by this. And I. Because of the trash lady? Well, she didn't like the guys who ripped their heads off, first of all. Well, yeah, I thought she would end over there. No, she didn't like the trash lady. She didn't like it when she was in her room. And remember, then she tries to leave her room and opens the door and she's back. Like the trash lady's just standing there, like, oh, you don't want to go this way. Da 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 da. Right, that right. kind of freaked her out. But when the room started falling apart, that was that was it. She was gotcha. That's she checked she out like, at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that that I, the trash lady. I thought that was so. She's in the room and she just keeps trying to almost make her forget again. Maybe the trash lady is under Bowie's spell uh, as well. I don't think there's any doubt because the trash lady has a huge pile of garbage on her back. So what she starts doing with Jennifer Connelly is taking objects and items from her room and piling them on her back. Right, yeah. right. And telling her, like, you love this, yeah. you need this. This you is all you need. Yep. Right. And that's Jennifer Connelly realizes that it's all just junk and none of it's really all that important. And that's when... The only thing that matters is her brother in that ridiculously striped baby onesie. Pajamas and his onesie. And his sweet little onesie. Oh, and him not becoming yeah. a goblin. And, and she know, does. And as really she fun. snaps out of this, the room kind of caves in with garbage. Yeah. yeah but she right. climbs right. out, and then all of her mm-hmm. buddies are there to help her out right. of this garbage pit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And now she meets back up with her friends, right? right? Yes. And um, basically on to the castle. They're just waiting for her. They're just waiting yeah. for her. Yeah. Yeah, they're just yeah. up there. I assume they were up there like, mm, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> let's just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. let's not intervene. <laughs> If she's like, going to become a garbage woman, we can visit her all the time. We know right, where she right. lives now. <laughs> she lives with Agnes, the other garbage lady. <laughs> They're friends. Right, right. Oh, but they, um, so now, yeah, you're right. Now they're, once she wakes up, they're all headed to the, well, they were almost at the castle, I guess. Yeah, they're pretty much put there. her under the spell. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then, uh, but they get there, like, and David Bowie is shitting bricks because, like, they get there, and one goblin goes, "Hey, they're here," and he's like, "Oh no, I I didn't think this was gonna happen." Yeah. yeah so they yeah. kind of clear out because when Jennifer Connelly and her buddies get there, like, they're in the room where David Bowie was dancing and throwing a baby up in the air, and there's nobody there. 
She needs to face Bowie alone. She tells the guy, they're all like, we're going with you. And she's like, no, I need to do this alone. Yeah. And that's when we have yet another trippy musical number. Right, because she walks the... into an M.C. Escher drawing where yes. staircases are going all over the place. And There's... the baby's crawling on <laughs> them and almost falling David down. David and... walking upside down. <laughs> she doesn't know what's happening. But at least they're all together so you know that we're near the end of this. Yes. Yes, yeah. this is also, we see a very emotional Goblin King. He gets a little emotional during this song and during the end. I love it when he walks right through her, which is an odd thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's singing and just passes right through her as though she wasn't there. He, this is where he's wearing his white fur outfit, too, right? Yes. He's in a yes. magical outfit. Well, now, see, summer. I have to jump ahead because then the next morning, my daughter got up and she's like, I think I want to finish that movie. And we sat uh-huh. there, yeah, and we sat there and watched, like, the, the part that I called a stupid battle. And she sat there uh-huh. and goes, I think I was only afraid of this because it was dark out. <laughs> <laughs> I like So it. she like did it. end up finishing it, but she was Good girl. amazed by the David Bowie upside down parts and everything. Cause she sat ah. there and she's like, how did they do this? And she goes, Ooh. Oh, I guess they were just on wires. <laughs> like, well, okay, right. sure. Why okay. not? Good job, Jossie. <laughs> Good job right. with special <laughs> effects, Jossie. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love that she finished it. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. No, she really wanted to find out what happened. So yes. Yeah. So she does, she gets through the main, no, it all falls apart. Yes, it crumbles it down because crumbles. she is able to. Oh, this is when he. What does he say to her? He looks at her and he's. Oh, fear me, love me, do what I say, and I'll be your slave. Oh, so great. <laughs> Such great dialogue. <laughs> and that's when she remembers the line, and that's when everything crumbles. That's right. She yes. remembers the line from the beginning the. You want to say it? You want to scream it? No, I forget. <laughs> You have no power over me. (laughs) And that's the whole lesson. And that's where, like you said, I thought that this whole thing was going to be a lesson in her asserting her woman power and knowing that, you know, should be things. No, no. So then, yes. So then this is, sheets are in the wind. The clocks are turning. The labyrinth is gone. And she's back home. And Toby, the baby is fine. And he's okay. Um and uh, yeah, it, she's in her room and she's looking in the mirror and it's like, whew. <laughs> and like I said, I'm like, oh, wow, that was an amazing like lesson of life through this labyrinth. Right. She but now then, learned how important the people are in her life. Not the right. things, not this fantasy world that she had built right. up. She now understands she had a bad trip somehow. Something <laughs> happened to her. She went somewhere in her mind, but now mm-hmm. she's back totally sobered up and she's learned something <laughs> from this but not even close no 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 she's in her room again still in her little world and we see ludo is there and then we see all her other little friends who uh, are always there did you, you notice her. that when she came back to her room and sat down there's now a statue of the goblin king on her desk Oh, I didn't oh, see that. You How need did to go I back. miss that? Just find like a screenshot of it. It's so cool because it's like a statue of David Bowie. Hint, hint. I want that if statue. If anybody finds that on eBay and could send it to me, I that would be it. the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. But yeah, it's oh. there. Like there's nothing really different about her room except for that, which I thought was kind of cool. 
Yeah, but yeah. In, oh, yeah, wait, I do remember that yeah, now. Yes, all yes. of her buddies are in the mirror. Like, she's looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one by one, they all pop up and they're like, if you ever need us again, we'll be here. We're here. And right. she's still mental and says, <laughs> but I need you now. Turns around, she's in the middle of the Muppet Show. It's insane. And they're all dancing and having a great time, and they have a party in her bedroom. Yeah, she tackles Hoggle. It's, uh-huh. it's they're all jumping around. Those things that tore their heads off are there jumping around. There, yeah, it's, all the characters she's met everybody from the labyrinth. I guess she's murdered the Goblin King, so now everybody's safe, except that that owl is still outside of her bedroom. <laughs> so if that That's owl it. is David Bowie. Can we can we hope for a labyrinth too at some point? I would love to see it. I know you. Would Jennifer love to Connelly see more. has a family of her own. <laughs> the Goblin King shows up, steals one of her children, and then she <gasps> and has she to has go, to back, go in. back. Come on, we have to get this going, people. I think it's great. I think you're on to something. And, but instead, like they make a new Muppet show. Thanks a lot, people. <laughs> Jim Henson's estate. What a waste. Don't you know what, what we want? A waste of Henson's genius. We don't need the Muppets. Oh. You wrapped it all up with Muppet Babies, which was great. Right, right, which was great. You should have ended the there. End. We want the babe. The babe with the voodoo power. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> or maybe it's that baby grown up and has a family. Yeah, and he walks around in striped PJs still. He's not sure why, but he does. Just a little nod to the old movie at right. the beginning. right. He's got like old man pajamas on, but they're just red and white striped. Oh, all right. I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Um, I have an interview, and I figure maybe this is the time I should play it. Does that make sense? Oh, I want to hear it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you actually want to hear it? Because I could play it, but or I'll just I'll just dump it in later. Okay. Right. Okay. But I'll put that on. Um, yeah, I have an interview. We had a special guest come on and just talk about her feelings about the movie. Her schedule didn't quite coordinate with ours, so I had to pre-record it. So here it is. I'm here with our special guest for this evening. Special guest, can you introduce yourself? Say your name. My name is Jocelyn. You can say your first and last name. McCambridge. Okay. Uh, can you tell everybody your age? I'm eight years old. Excellent. All right. So you and I, a couple nights ago, we watched a movie called Labyrinth. And I know it was a few nights ago, so you might not remember a whole lot about it. But I just figured maybe I could ask you a few questions because it is a movie for kids. And Jamie and I usually talk about movies for adults. So it might be nice to have a child's perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So who was your favorite character in the film? Um... I kind of like the girl. The main girl? Yeah. The main character? Okay. Could you sort of understand what she was going through? Could you understand, like, if, let's say, somebody took your sister, one of your two sisters, like, would you take that journey? Would you go and try and rescue them? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. That's good. I like that answer. Um, so, were the, was there any character that you didn't like? Um... I didn't like those things that kept taking off their heads and eyeballs coming out. Right. They were a little scary, right? Yeah. What do you think about the guy who played the main bad guy, the Goblin King? Did you think he did a good job as being a bad guy? Yeah. Was he scary? A little bit. I mean, he sent out these crazy, this crazy thing that tried to destroy them. 
What crazy thing? What do you mean? It was like called the cleaner. Oh, okay. Wow, I totally forgot about that. All right. Yeah, you're right. Why do you think the Goblin King wasn't a goblin? Did you think that was weird? Yeah. I kind of did. Because he was a person, right? Yeah. I thought that, like, he would be a goblin, Mm -hmm. but, like, somebody dressed up as one. Oh, okay. Right, right. basically thought that. Okay, so you just thought he'd be bigger than the other goblins, maybe just like a person in a costume. Yeah. Like most of the people that she ran into, right? Uh Did you think the movie was a little bit like um, Alice in Wonderland or maybe a little bit like uh, Wizard of Oz? Kind of. I mean, it was a little scarier. Mm Mm-hmm. But mostly, yeah, I think that it was. Now, let me ask you this question. This is a good one. Do you think the movie was all just a dream? Or do you think it really happened? I think that it really happened because at the end, she just sees all of her friends Mm -hmm. and, like, they dance around. So, if it really happened, why did they take the baby anyway? What did they want to do with the baby? They wanted to turn it into a goblin to be on their crew and then try to destroy her. Do you think that all those goblins then were babies? No. That he just kept stealing? No. No. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Overall, the whole movie, do you think that it was a good movie? Did you enjoy it? Or did you not like it? I loved it. You really did? Yeah. Do you think it's a movie that's good for kids that are about eight years old, that other eight-year-olds should maybe watch it? Mm, Maybe like nine or something. Okay. You think it's for maybe kids that are just a little bit older? Yeah. Well, thank you for coming in for this interview. I really appreciate it. You got to stay up late to do this. Was that fun? Yeah. Excellent. All right, Jocelyn, thank you. And if we ever do another kids movie, maybe I'll have you on to talk about it, okay? Okay. Oh, and I didn't tell you. Carla said I should tell you this because it was really funny. Because I asked her after we watched it, I said, do you want to come on? I was like, Jamie and I sort of do like a kind of a radio show thing. Do you want to come yeah. on and talk about the movie and everything? And at first she said no. <clears throat> and then later on she said yes. And after that I was talking to her and she's like, Daddy, I just said no at first because I, I don't feel like I'm ready to be famous. <laughs> oh! I was like, that's so great. She's not ready for fame. She's not. Yes. Yeah, so. I love that. That's adorable. All right, I'll I'll wrap it up now. We can. uh... All right, so that that was the interview there, and I thought it would be good to have a child's perspective. I mean, this is a movie for kids. We can give our opinions. Mine is that David Bowie is a national treasure, and I'll get more specific <laughs> as we go. Um, Even but more I figured, so than Jennifer Collins. Yeah, but I, I figured it would be good to hear from someone who I this movie it. is, I don't know. Geared toward. Geared toward. And that's Poorly. the thing. And I think that, you know, again, because so many movies that we've talked about, I really did like when I was younger, even though I might not like them now. So no, I, I wonder how much of that, like, you know, if you showed any 10-year-old space camp or you know any 13 year old St. Elmo's Fire would they like right. it they might you know so well, I don't I just, think any 13 year old should be watching St. Elmo's Fire so, but that's just my opinion. I just assumed if you were over 13 <laughs> you're way too old to be watching that movie <laughs> but you know whatever but yeah I, I I love that I love getting I heard the child's review right. of, of this yes. movie and and I I really do wish that I had seen it as a child because I think it would have 
made a great, great, it made a great impact on me, but sort of a bizarre impact on me as a, as an adult. And I think as a kid, I would have just, I mean, I would have spent many an afternoon imagining that I was Jennifer Connelly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think even as a kid, though, I would have been a little, um, I don't know if scared's the word of Bowie or just uh, t- titulated. Is that a word? Um, well, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, here's one time I heard somebody talking about this movie. And, um, oh, who's the, who's the girl that was in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? She was in Princess Caribou, your favorite movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm not... Jamie Gertz? No. Okay. Is it Jamie Gertz? Uh, uh, no. no. Um, why, she's married to Kevin Kline. I do love Klein. her. She's married to Kevin Kline. Why can't I think of her name? Oh, no. It's Penelope. Phoebe. 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 Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. All right. Phoebe Cates. But anyway, I once heard somebody say that uh-huh. the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where she gets out of the pool and it's a fantasy sequence and she takes yeah, off her yeah. bikini top is yeah. two guys – as David Bowie was to girls in the labyrinth. <laughs> That's when he finally realized what male genitalia was or had some idea of what was going on down there. I forget who said that, but I thought that was pretty funny. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like yeah. it. I was going to ask you if you recommend this movie. I was going to ask you oh, what you thought right. as I, an adult. Okay. Yes. I think I would. I, I really think I would. I I absolutely would. I, I felt that at some points it was a slog in the middle. Like I got kind of tired of all the puppetry and it sounds dumb in a Jim Henson movie to say I got tired mm-hmm. of that. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like I liked a lot of the Labyrinth parts. Right. But a lot of it was just these goofy characters who were goofy because they looked goofy. And I was like, come on, can we just – do something like I enjoyed when the worm talked to her and she went down. It was this weird illusion and, and there wasn't really mm-hmm. a wall there, even though there looked like there was a wall there. Like I enjoyed some of those parts, but again, right. the beginning, <laughs> David Bowie dancing with a baby <laughs> and she, and she and David, them? anytime she and David Bowie interacted, I Thought it you was were fantastic. In it. You were in I thought it was okay. just wonderful. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I I thought the whole movie, like I said, I wished I'd seen it as a child. I think it would have made a great <laughs> impact on me. And and I I I loved seeing it. It was really a lot of fun for me. I I felt like a kid again watching it. Um, it it tickled my imagination, and probably other parts of me as well. I'm just so happy and, we uh, could snap your bad movie streak. You were, you yeah, were, no, yeah. I exactly, yeah, brought it back, and it was definitely goofy and and some some bad special effects happening based on the you know the time period and all that kind of, kind of stuff. But I really really liked it a lot. I'm I'm happy to say I've seen it. I'm sad that I hadn't seen it before, and um, yeah, I dug it. I dug it hard. Well, that's good. I I did look, and they do. There is a Blu-ray of this. Which has like commentary from people who worked on the movie and everything. Ooh. Like it seems like it would be a really good one to, yeah. You know, like maybe if it's five dollars, maybe pick it up or something. <laughs> but it does seem, and, and again, like I said, my eight-year-old daughter really did enjoy it. So for yeah. kids, you know, there's nothing horribly offensive in this, and it's no, it's except really Bowie's tame. bulge. <laughs> right, yes. <right. laughs> <laughs> 
There are so- <laughs> There's so much of that. He's constantly in tight pants. Who made that decision? Well, he did, of course, because he's proud of the way he looks. He's the babe. He's the goblin babe. And that wig is phenomenal. Oh, the the spike teasness oh. and just his his saunter, the way he walks. Oh, yeah. I agree. I mean, That's, he's hands delicious down. in it. He is delicious. Do you, what would you recommend? Oh, man, uh, I well, I got to tell you, I recommend the labyrinth. Like there's, <laughs> the, like I recommend it all over again. And then, um, it reminded me, of course, of movies like The Neverending Story yep. and Dark Crystal. But have you ever seen? And maybe we should add this to our. Um, to our list, the, the Last Unicorn. Do you know that it's a cartoon? I have but it's never a seen it. I I know, like I I can picture the front of the VHS box, yeah, but yeah, I've yeah. never seen it. No, that was a movie as a kid. I I love. Okay, and that's like I said, I, having that in my my childhood, I should have had Labyrinth. Yeah. I didn't, but um, yeah, I don't have any recent movies that could. Compare. No, 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 that's okay. Except maybe something like Pan's Labyrinth or something like that. Yeah, but that's. That's upsetting. Totally, like, yes. That's, that's, upsetting. That's upsetting. I remember when I watched that movie, and at some point, this dude gets his face bashed in with a whiskey uh, bottle, and I was like, wait, what? I thought this movie exactly was some your, crazy fantasy. I mean, this is exactly just some girl friendly. trying to, like, escape from, you know, what was it, Nazi-occupied or World War II yeah, Italy yeah, or something? Yeah. like. And I'm sure I'm doing this all wrong, and people are listening to this. They're like, that wasn't Pants Left. It wasn't World no. War Two. It was the Civil War. And I know it, was it wasn't the, the Civil, Civil War. War. But anyway, that movie Silly was goose. insanely shocking when I saw it. Um, I don't I don't have any – well, I did have the never-ending story. That was what I was ah. going to say, too, because mm-hmm. where this movie – There are a lot of similarities. Yeah, and, and I think that this movie seems – goofy in a way where that movie seemed ultra serious yeah yeah um agreed. so i guess if well, of course it's goofy that movie had like this movie has like muppets tossing their faces around and well yeah the but the movie but the never story, story had like a giant has, flying dog dragon thing true is, but he was he was awesome and it had the nothing oh yeah There's, and it was just yeah. so great it was yeah. it was in the that that line of like movies about people reading books like the princess bride was just right, somebody right. reading a book to fred savage and it was the princess bride right, right you know um i also have i don't know like you could watch anything with david bowie in it like i just have a bunch of <laughs> like the prestige is such a great oh, movie where I don't know it. oh david bowie plays uh tesla in it it's really good it's i, I don't want to get into it but anyway watch that David Bowie's phenomenal, and I could watch Jennifer Connelly in anything all day long. She could just make commercials, and I'd sit there and just apparently record them and just watch them over and And over again. And just watch them over again. (laughs) That's right. That and RoboCop. That and RoboCop over and over again. That's right. Would you say you have a man crush on David Bowie? I never thought I did, actually, until this movie. I think you do. but you do. I think I might. The only problem I have with David Bowie is... His music in this is the worst David Bowie music. <laughs> like the but I, like the seventies David Bowie, I really enjoy. And then in the nineties, he got more almost like Nine Inch Nails, which was kind of uh, fun. Eighties uh-huh. David Bowie is terrible. Like his music in this say, is really bad. 
If I wa- like a friend of mine who was loved this movie, when I told her we were looking watching this movie, she was like, "That was like my favorite movie. I know all the lines to uh-huh. all the songs." I haven't asked her. I should know if she knows any of the lines to that crazy orange monster song, but I could see that if you were. Um, I agree. The music now, I think, wasn't that good. But if I could see watching it then, I would maybe have been into... Yeah. She's a babe. Yeah. She's a, <laughs> she's so, a actually, I, I just want to take a minute here. And uh, so, uh, David Bowie, um, if you're listening to this, <laughs> or actually Jennifer Connelly, if either of you are listening to this and you just wanted to, I don't know, just send me your response, I'd really appreciate that. Just, yeah, um, you yeah. know, uh, record it as an MP3 file. I will give you yeah. access to our Dropbox. And this is how we will communicate from this, now on. This is how, That's right. this is how the stalking begins. That's right. This I mean, you know. Begins. Jennifer Connolly, I I know I understand that you're married, but so am I. I mean, we can we can work around that. Yeah, I think we have a lot in common. You see, your husband's name is Paul, and you know what? Oh. That's my middle name. That's DP. That's what. The that's P right. Now for. I know that mm-hmm. he is British, but hello, um, hello, I'm Paul <laughs> Bettany. Fish and chips. <laughs> Care for a spot of tea, Governor? So I you feel better. like and. I mean, I think that's probably how he sounds every day. So insulting uh-huh. your, if insulting your husband is something you're interested in, just 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 talk to me. <laughs> just yeah, just contact us through our Twitter account. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Hey. We do have a Twitter account. <laughs> do, Way to work that in. That was that, seamless. That was a did seamless you like that? Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you ever think that Christopher Walken is trying to imitate David Bowie all the time? I never. Did you feel that way when I first met when I first met <laughs> Bowie? When, when I first met David Bowie, when when we were first introduced to Bowie in this movie, I was like, "Is he trying to do a bad imitation of of Christopher Walken?" But then I realized he's just being David no, that's Bowie. Just David. Being no, that's a not goblin even David king. Bowie. That's David Bowie's interpretation of what a goblin king would sound like, <laughs> Sarah. Go back to your room. <laughs> Play with your toys. Forget about the baby. Great. His delivery is bonkers insane. But you know that Henson was like, David, you're killing it, man. Keep David, doing it. you do David and you rock it out the park. Do you need did. more eyeshadow? Because <laughs> the guy's right here. He's got a shitload of it. Can we get a little more shine on the bulge? A little more shine on the bulge. <laughs> we got to take those pants in just a little bit more in the crotch. <laughs> can we get more goblins? And David was like, can I get more goblins dancing around? I need six These seven fucking more goblins. goblins. <laughs> He's kicking them out of the way and everything. <laughs> I imagine that was not in the script. And Henson was like, could you stop kicking these puppets? They, don't drop the f bombs. It's a, a kid's lot movie. of money, and when you kick them, then there's just a guy's hand there. <laughs> All right, oh. so I guess we should move on, and we All should right. talk. Ab- right. Oh, we should talk about what we're going to do next week. All right. Yeah, we need to move on because to that. this is because next. I week, don't even know. No, it's not next week. We do this two weeks. You figure I should know right, this right. by now. Right, um, yeah. So. It is the scariest month of the year. It's time for Ooh, Halloween. Yes, it's yes, October, yes. and we did. We really got a lot of uh, suggestions and that. entries, which cool. is fun. So, as I told you, I have stuff written on pieces of paper, <laughs> and I'm gonna see. 
Oh, oh, I'm sure you can hear that through the microphone, everybody. If you can't, <laughs> crinkle, crinkle, paper sound, paper sound, paper sound, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> and here, I'll just pick one out and... Wait, can What's you What's our winner? This? Do you want a drum roll? You... That's... I can't read it. Oh, wait, the... The gat. The gate! <laughs> the gat. <laughs> it is the gate. I don't have the year written down, but yes, it, it, that'll be our first movie. This was actually, and I don't want to say that we're stuffing the ballot here, but this was requested by two different people. Oh. It was requested so a- by uh, Grace and a guy named, uh, see, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Tim. I'm not going to mispronounce his first name. I got that. <laughs> his right. last name is, and I'll spell it out to you. You tell me how you would pronounce this. I just mispronounced the word gate. Okay. So I'll, we'll see <laughs> what we can do with this. Go ahead. L E G G O E. Lego? Lego? Lego. Leggio. Maybe the J. Leggio. Le- Timmy. Le- Timmy L and Grace. Grace DeMarco? Gracie D? Gracie D, yes. Gracie D and Timmy, yes. Timmy L. Yes. Tim L. I don't want to call him Timmy if he doesn't prefer that, but. Great, great. I don't even know what the gate is. It's a scary movie, I'm assuming. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see if it's scary. It's supposed oh, to be. Oh man. Um yeah, it's I again, it's I think it's from 1986. I'm I think it's another movie from 1986. All right. And all right. I've seen it I've seen a lot. I actually saw it um probably about 12 years ago. Oh, so you have seen this. Movie. Oh, I've seen it many times. Yes. How have Oh. It's a young Stephen Dorff. <laughs> At one point, an eyeball appears on his hand. And I love Stephen Dorff. I have such a crush on Stephen <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to edit this at the end. <laughs> All right. But anyway, yeah. So our movie is The Gate. It's going to be The Gate. It's going to be the first of two Halloween movies. So after we talk about The Gate in two weeks, we will choose... Out of the hat, our second scary movie. And if somebody could recommend something, I'm going to say pre-1986, that would be fantastic. That would be fun. That Um, would be fun. We would would really take over the day. And I did want to tell you, uh, Tim, whoever he is, I don't even know who he is. You don't even know how to say the poor guy's name. No, and I feel bad for that. Um, But he followed us on Twitter uh-huh. And he's from. Does he know Jennifer Connelly by chance? No. Does he I, have any access to? Her? I don't. Okay. I Never should mind. ask him that. I should tweet him and ask him. That. <laughs> you should. But you know, do you Go know ahead. where he's from? Uh-huh. My friend, we are global. He is from what? the great state. It's not a state. The great <laughs> country of Australia. <gasps> wow. Yes, or the great continent of Australia. I think from it's a both. land far, far away. He is from a land far, mm-hmm. far away. Exactly. Basically. So I'm assuming he's wow. listening to this several hours later than most of our listeners. I think he's already listened to it, right? Isn't they? Aren't they? Waiting he listened to this before <laughs> we recorded it. It's amazing. These wow, those Australians. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I did also say at one point I said that I would give things out to people who. Oh, what are their prizes? I don't know. I'll have to figure that out. But I will oh, give them okay. something. So, Grace, okay. Tim, you will receive something. I will be asking you for an address. It's not to stalk you. I'm totally <laughs> busy with Jennifer Connelly <laughs> David and David Bowie. Bowie. Yes. But I yes. will send you guys something. 
I don't know what. Maybe it's a giant picture of uh, a sweaty Roblo playing a sax. I don't know. Maybe. maybe it could maybe. be. Who knows? So we'll find Who out. Knows? Maybe it's a condom machine that you rip off of some wall of a gas station. Wouldn't you don't that know. be great? Like this dumb <laughs> podcast sent me a shitty condom machine from a gas station. I think Grace DeMarco would appreciate it. Actually, she would appreciate posters too, right? Any kind of poster. I think so. She posted a poster of St. Elmo's Fire after St. Elmo's Fire. Oh. And then several times said how embarrassed Brilliant. she was that she liked the movie so much. Never be embarrassed. Of what we said. Never be embarrassed. Never. If I know, if I know Grace DeMarco, she if you can swing her like some Brian Adams tickets, I think she would. I. I but there's that no way too. we could get her Brian Adams tickets. Yeah, sorry, Grace. I mean, <laughs> in our hearts, that's what we would give you. But um, I mean, in I'm, real life, I'm fictitiously talking about stalking David Bowie. <laughs> I assume Brian Adams is sending her tickets <laughs> well in advance of all of his shows. This is true. This is true. So, right on. welcome to the Grace DeMarco podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you want to know about Grace DeMarco that I don't really know. I don't know. All right, wait. We got to really say goodnight. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it, guys. We got to shut this down. Thanks for listening. Again, you can find us on Twitter at GTGMcast. Um, right on. Just type in Good Times, Great Movies on Facebook. And that's it. We'll see you in two weeks. We will. I assume we will. we'll leave you with some David Bowie song. <laughs> Oh, we must. We must. All right, everybody. We'll see you then. All right. Take care, everyone. Ciao. Sarah, go back to your room. Play with your toys and your costumes. Forget about the baby.